0: Welcome back to another episode of Critically Speaking, where we are talking with Jim Hammer, author of the book Victory Over a Critical Spirit. We're so glad to have you with us, Jim. Well, thank you, Cindy. Jim, you were just talking with us here in the uh, recording studio, and you were you were sharing with us about a pastor's influence that that really impacted you enlightened you, basically, uh, in your endeavor in victory over a critical spirit. And I'm hoping that you can share that with our listeners today.
1: In this church that I was attending at the time, I was a head elder, was uh, very active in the church. But the church started getting divided uh, on, on an issue There was basically part of the church family was a, an older uh, group, and the, then there was a younger group, the One part of the group, uh, the older group, wanted to hear our doctrine. And our doctrines are very beautiful and very timely. You know, and, and I believe it's the message for the last day people. But then there was us younger folks that wanted to know where did Jesus fit into all of this? So it basically divided the church evenly. And we were, you know, just criticizing each other. Uh, ju- judging each other and then we got a new pastor, He a young fellow and before he even had his first sermon he had a business meeting where the whole church came together and he asked, he said, what do you expect of me as your pastor? And the part of the church family that wanted to hear the doctrine uh, just one by one he gave them the time and he listened very uh, patiently with them and gave them them, their uh, his undivided attention. And again, I was sitting, wanted to say something about where does Jesus come into this? But the Holy Spirit again influenced me and said, you know, just keep quiet. And after everybody had their say on this first group, he says, you know, he said, what you're saying is very true. Our doctrine is very beautiful, but Jesus wants your heart. He said, I I, I could give you a sermon on on what happens to you when, when you die. And you'd walk out of the church and say, I already knew that. He said, that's a smooth teaching. And he says, but Jesus is after your heart. And once he has your heart, everything else falls into place. So needless to say, the part of the church family that wanted to know where Jesus fit into all of this didn't have to say a thing. And I, I just leaned back in my chair, I was, uh, wow, you know, uh, you know, this is beautiful that uh, somebody is coming here that the Lord has sent, and there's no doubt in my mind, whatever pastor we get, uh, the Lord has sent them. But he brought complete unity and harmony to that church, and it didn't take long either. And before it was over within a year, uh, we had tripled our congregation and it was because we allowed the holy spirit to change our lives and and the leadership and that's why i see uh, you know just know that the leadership is uh, very instrumental in how they uh, how they lead us and our willingness to follow if we aren't willing to follow and that's where this critical spirit comes in if we want to sit back and and you know in the group that wanted to hear just our doctrine. They could have just sat back and, and started criticizing him. But instead, uh, when he spoke the first time, after everybody uh, gave their opinion, you know, when he spoke, all eyes were on him. They were intent as to, you know, how was he going to uh, respond to their inquiries. And uh, after it was over with, you know, there was harmony almost immediately at that meeting, and it took uh, a little time to bring complete unity and harmony. But they could have very easily, and I hate to use the word they, I just did, but that part of the church family could have very easily just sat back and criticized him. But they did not. And, uh, and that's what I have seen in the past, that uh, church members will sit back and constantly criticize. Instead of uplifting and praying for their pastors and their
0: leaders, Jim, I was just thinking about a comment that you had made earlier before we came on the air, and you know we, we're talking about how Jesus is getting ready to to come and and redeem his children and, and come back and yet here we are a group of people fractured as we may be and and we're all different, but yet we're sitting here just. You know, making these these stabs and these criticisms, and and none of them are in harmony with what our Savior would want for us. It isn't and just a group of I, people;
1: it's a group of Christian people taking the name of the Lord.
0: Yes. So you were talking about the fact that this here comes this new pastor, and how many of us can identify with the fact that here we are waiting on a new pastor, and how many of us are praying for the pastor. Uh, we often pray that we'll have a pastor that we want instead we need to be praying for the pastor that we yes. need and here's here's God showing up and and sending this man and and you it seems like everyone in the room acknowledged this is who we needed yes.
1: and, and you know he was with us only for 2 years and we oh. definitely did Whoa. not want him to leave but But we had, you know, knew that uh, the Lord had sent them for a specific reason. And we also knew that what he was presenting, what he was bringing to us, needed to be shared with other churches. Although we, uh, you know, ached our heart that he was leaving, we also knew that what, what he brought to us needed to be shared with others.
0: Yeah, I think it's safe to say that it was obvious that he was sent for such a time as this for your church. You know, Jim, I want to I want to redirect our our thoughts here to a comment in your book. You said God has so many of his people unchurched or in other churches. They're just he's just waiting for us to get our act together yes. so he can send them to us.
1: There's no doubt about that. You know, and there's no doubt in my mind that around every one of our churches and i believe this message is a message for the people that are living in the last days and if it wasn't you know i wouldn't even be a seventh day adventist if i thought there was a better message i've been in this message for um, 33 years roughly and um, i have not seen anything better and although people try to point me and show me and you know but it's never never better than what we have as a message but there's no doubt in my mind that there are people all around our churches on the fringes of our churches just waiting to come but the lord can't send them because uh, they're having a better relationship with they are, with him where they are but he wants to and as long as we're criticizing and judging and and carrying on like uh, the enemy wants us to the lord will not send his people It's when the churches get into unity and harmony that the Holy Spirit will be poured out, all differences will be put away, and then the Lord will send His people.
0: Praise God. Jim, I want you to share with us um, an additional experience that happened at the same time uh, within this time frame. The pastor was uh, conducting a board meeting. I want you to share with us. This is a really uh, a lesson for all of us that you bring out here in your book. If you can share what happened during that board meeting.
1: This was about a, a year later after um, we had come into Harmony and Unity, and something transpired. I don't remember just what it was, but there was an incident that I knew this pastor did not know anything about. I knew the whole circumstances. I never shared it with him, so he was totally in the dark. And at this board meeting, there was uh, a number of us there, but there was three or four that just started accusing him and uh, criticizing him because he didn't do whatever should have been done, what they thought should have been done. And it went on for about 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. And again, very patiently he listened. But when it was done, he said, you know, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. And I thought to myself, wow, this man doesn't know anything about it. He didn't once try to defend himself. And he just, by that comment, Change that meeting from a, a accusatory type meeting to a very christ centered meeting, and um, wow. you know I've used this illustration in sermons that I've had, and some of the board members are that are now in other churches I see nodding their head because they remember that experience too. It was such an educational experience for me that uh, we don't have to defend ourselves and by just apologizing or seeking forgiveness even when we're we're not even in the wrong i've seen it i've seen things like that open the door for deeper conversations you know at different periods of time in my life
0: absolutely because i mean how many of us can all right now listening go yeah i would have I would have defended myself. I would have said, "No, that's that's not true." And 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 you know because that's our natural tendency, is it not? We we defend. Well,
1: it is, but is it what Jesus wants us? Did he ever defend himself? You know, if we look at the stories of Christ, you know, he was asked questions and he'd ask answer a question with a question. And you know, and I've uh, seen that time and time again too. And I try to incorporate the same thing. That uh, when people ask me something, especially if it's uh, a critical or accusatory statement, I try to answer it with a question also. Uh, Christ is our example in everything. And, uh, and Jesus is ready to bust through the clouds. Amen. If he came today, how many of us would go with him? And, uh, you know, we're not promised our next breath. And yet we go on and on in the same course that the Lord doesn't want us to. And a lot of us don't even realize.
0: Amen. I'm just so encouraged by the fact that we're not going to have to worry about the critical spirit entering heaven ever again. And that is such a, oh, can't wait. <laughs> it's. It's time that we do experience the harmony that Jesus desires for us to have and, and uh, allow the victory to come. There is victory in Jesus, and there's victory over a critical spirit.
1: Yes. And that, that harmony will come uh, because Jesus has prayed for us in uh, John 17. So he will, he will bring that about. He who started a good work in us will bring it about to completion, and we know that.
0: Jim, you are not going to believe this, but we are out of time again. I'm going to look forward to when you can come back, and I would like to invite our listening audience to come back with us too and hear more from Jim Hammer, author of the book, Victory Over a Critical Spirit. Thank you for joining us on Critically Speaking. God bless and have a great day.
1: If you would like more information about critically speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618 627 4651 or email us through our website
0: at 3abn.org.